Welcome back, everybody. It's your boy, it's your host, the toast with the most, Joey. <laughs> I'm your other host, Bobby. <laughs> How are you doing right now? I'm good, man. Kind of tired, but who isn't tired? Am I right? Yeah. I kind of feel like um, almost guilty, like saying that to people, you know? It's like, how are you? You know, it's like tired, you know? And then it's like, well, we're all tired, so. We are. You ever meet those people that kind of like uh, try to outdo you or something? And we're like, yeah, well, I worked a 17 or 17 hour shift and, you know what I mean? Yeah, the one uppers. Yeah, the one uppers. I'm like, dude, just let me be tired, man. Yeah. I'm just tired. Just validate my tiredness. (laughs) Yeah. But no, we're good. It's it's all good. Life's, life's, Life's pretty good right now, so. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Living it up, right. free, free. What's <laughs> what? What's new? What oh, is man. new? Sorry for the cough. Got that. What is this called? <laughs> Incense. Incense. Thank you. Oh my God. <laughs> Couldn't think of the word. <laughs> I was choking on the smoke. It's got me all daisy, but um, mm, what's new? Yeah, I guess I don't know. Nothing really. <laughs> I'm just trying to save up for like the Moab trip and everything. Oh yeah, so I'm excited for that. Me too. It's a it's something I need right now. I've been working my ass off lately, so I need a vacation. I need multiple vacations right now because multiple vacations. I can't. Oh dang! Just hit me. I have. What was it Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday off? That's a five-day weekend. When? Oh, Moab? For the Moab yeah, weekend. Me yeah, me too. Holla. I think we should freaking go to Vegas or something for Moab. Or just Vegas. stay in Moab for a couple days. I haven't really uh, explored anything in Moab at all. Moab. Moab's a cool little town. <clears throat> Stroke past it. I've only been there during the summer. It's hot as hell. It's hot, but it's not that bad. It, they still get snow in Moab. Not like we do here, but they still get it. But I've I've been out there like to go hiking and I'm be on vacation and go mountain biking and things like that. It's a really good, cool, outdoorsy adventure place. Yeah. So, anyways, um, went to Lush. <laughs> went to of course, Lush. you went to fucking Lush. Yeah, dude. <laughs> I needed to update on my skincare, skincare Sexy. routine, my hair routine. Nice, but walked out of there with like a hundred bucks. Oh my god, a hundred dollars! But it's for good stuff. Is it? Yeah, I've never, it's I've never good. used a Lush product. <clears throat> I'm afraid to use any other mm. kind of product than just my standard, you know, Your standard routine. My standard bar of soap. <laughs> oh, my. oh, that. Oh god. But it's not. Is well, it's not like Dove. It's more organic. We get our. Bars of soap from Dancing Crane. It's like all turmeric or charcoal or whatever. But yeah. Anyways. Oh, I wanted to um, shout out Chacho's um, battle. Oh, yeah, the Survivor one? Yeah, Survivor battle Saturday, November 20th. From noon to four. A lot of people at uh, this past battle were like, I wanted to come, but I didn't know what time it started, or it started too early. Really? Yeah, dude. Because 
I think uh, Hang just labeled it as like noon to four, kind of like how Chacho just did this one. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So obviously the kids' battle are going to be first, so the kids would probably be like from noon till one, one or one thirty yeah. or something. And then after that, yeah, they'll probably have like the adults do the at two. So um, there's that. It is a seven to smoke breaking battle. Studio versus studio battle. Oh, we got Battle Kings. Shout out Battle Kings. Breaking Circles. The Herc and Flava Kids. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Communities grow and it's the future right there. That's good. Actually, um, I had so one of my old students, Kobe Cobalt. Do you remember him? I do remember him, dude. So his dad does plumbing and other things and I work at a a treatment facility and we were having plumbing issues so I hit him up asking him questions about things and he actually came over came through today and checked out some things you know and we got to talking and Kobe when I started teaching him I think he was like six or seven he was super young but he's 15 now oh god yeah anyways um his dad was telling me that he's he hasn't really been doing much dancing lately, no, like breaking or whatever. He just hasn't had anybody to push him. So I said, send him to open session. Get him there because I want to see him. Like, yeah, you know when you when you take a break and you come back, it's kind of like brushing off the rust. You're gonna be a little rusty for sure. Give you give yourself two or three weeks and you'll be back in it full swing but i told him like send him through i got ultra beast there you know a couple other good kids that he would just mesh really well with that's true but that was cool to see to see him and catch up and i'm I'm like get to get his ass to fucking practice that's why i tell torin to get your ass to practice torin is one of my old students she's like when you teach the trend is seems to be that you have these kids they're you know when they're younger and they stick with you until they're teenagers like 14 or 15 and then they kind of just lose interest for whatever reason do you think it's the age i definitely think it's the age i've wondered that because like take the um battle droids that sambo teaches Mm -hmm. for an example like those kids are like jesus i don't know six to like 13 or something you know right and I wonder, and they're at like a very, very high level. I'm talking like they're better than me. It's like, you know, when it comes to like power, like, oh my God. Oh yeah, they're crazy. amazing. I wonder, you know, since they've been doing it for that long, they're just going to get tired of it. I don't know. It, it seems to be the trend here anyways. Like I think they just hit high school and a lot of teenagers become lazy. Um, some, not at all teenagers, but some do. And tech typically, you know, the ones that are going to keep going will kind of push through it a little bit. They'll probably teeter off a little and then come back full swing, like yeah. towards the end of high school. But yeah, it's been kind of the trend. trend. What would they stick around for like two years or something? Three years? You mean like from when I start teaching them? Yeah. No, well, like I taught... 
see, I taught Kobe for three years, I think. And then I moved studios. He kept taking. He took from Hang and a couple other people. But then he just kind of stopped. Okay. So, and then even talking to like text or other people who teach, you know what I mean? They, they see the same trend. But Torin, I taught, fuck, I taught him from probably the age of 7 to 15, dude. Like, oh, okay. or 16. 7 to 16, so... What is that? Freaking nine years, yeah. eight years. I taught him, and then yeah, he kind of just. I know it's weird because I remember those. Uh, so the three was was it Gracie, Landon, and uh, Torn? Yeah, Torn. They that, all like quit at, like the exact same time, right? Uh, at least that's what it felt like when I used to see them. Landon, I feel like probably quit first, but I. I was good friends with his dad, and his dad was just like, I can't get him to do anything. You know, he, he used to play soccer. He's at that age. Yeah. He used to do this. He used to dance. And he's like, I try to push him, but he just, all he wants to do is play video games. So he just kind of stopped doing everything, not just dance. I don't you know play I mean? video games, dude. There's people that make millions of dollars playing video games. Totally. No, I agree. Um, agree. I agree with balance, but... And then... Gracie, I believe her parents gave her an ultimatum telling her she could either play football, which she wanted to play football, or break or dance, and she chose football. That is the most disgusting thing I've ever heard in my entire life. She did not want to quit. Gracie, if you're listening to this, what the hell? Well, teach their own, you know what I mean? Spinning on your head... Having that amazing, <laughs> basically orgasmic feeling compared to... Orgasmic, huh? What is it? Is it tackle or is it two-hand touch? What is it? Tackle. Getting touched by other people. <laughs> getting more risk of injury. Dude, you have to guarantee you, you are more... I don't know if it's more risk of injury. Inter- are you kidding me? Well, Dude, you I You have guess. kids that don't probably don't even know That's, what the hell they're doing, so they're probably throwing their shoulders into someone's rib or like spearing them with their head. Dude, you haven't seen what I've seen at these assemblies when we have kids trying to dance. Oh, and they, they do the splits and tear something and scream. You haven't seen that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> we right, were at a club one time, and we watched somebody try to mimic Slinky. Slinky's a guy on our crew. He, he does hand hops, right? One-handed hand hops. We watched this dude try to mimic him and snap his arm at the elbow. <laughs> and it, at the club, dude. At the club? Was no, it like, oh, is this a story of like, uh, stop the music? Yes. <laughs> He's rolling around on the ground, grabbing his flimsy fucking arm, screaming, stop the music. Wow. That's why I'm saying, like, I don't know, man. I've seen some people get injured breaking. I've seen people... We should talk about that. What's the worst injuries you've seen? I've seen somebody do a gainer on a concrete floor, and this was at Rocky Mountain Raceway. Rocky Mountain Raceway is a raceway that they used to do a thing called the midnight drags where you could drag your car, but they also had like a like a dance floor, uh-huh. an inside dance floor next to it. So we were in there, and we were throwing a battle, and this kid runs out and does a fucking gainer high as shit and lands on his face and you just see his tooth just high enough he (laughs) fell on his face and broke his tooth (laughs) 
<laughs> the other fucking shit that I've seen, teeth-wise, is, you know who Nick is? Nick Cordova? Yeah. I know he listens to this. I'm sorry, Nick, but... Oh, no. We were performing on stage. I can't remember where it was at. But he did something similar to that. I don't think it was a gainer. He just kind of oh, did something. Oh, he did. His tooth came out, right? He chipped his front tooth. Oh, just half no. of it. Half of it. And he didn't know. Oh. And he smiled at me. And I was like, oh, fuck. Your tooth, me. <laughs> Your tooth is gone. <laughs> and it, yeah. I don't know. I've, I've definitely seen something like that. Um what was it? I think it was at the Body Rock Gem like three years ago or something. Some uh-huh. mosaic, I think is what what it was, came by to do like a little performance on the outside. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then, I don't know if you saw it, but they, there was like all these girls and there was like one dude and this one dude has like a special moment to do a gainer. Oh, no. But he's like, he doesn't really quite <laughs> kick hard but he like hits his toe like into the ground and he like landed on all fours like oh. thankfully because it was like sidewalk you know like concrete and everything. yeah dude I get so scared when people flip it just especially gainers man dude. yeah that's a dangerous move I don't even consider myself like a flipper at all no. I don't I mean I can, I have I can do some flips but I just don't no. I don't I label myself as like a flipping like I can do it. That's why I'm I usually still just do it me. just to like I don't know hype everybody up or just uh, use it as some sort like something like like someone else enter. doesn't have yeah yeah or enter whatever or if you don't have it and that's funny or if, you know you do have it and then I can say hey I got that move too dude but but I'll tell you the worst injury well first of all I'm still alive because I don't flip. We'll just add that in there. But one of, I guess switching kind of gears, but not really. One of the worst injuries I've ever had breaking was my friend's dad owned a candy warehouse. Basically, he his company stocked gas stations with like all the snacks, you know, okay. candy, beef jerky, whatever. So we've snuck the key from his dad one night me and like four or five other people and we're gonna spend the night there and just eat all this shit um and we brought linoleum and we laid it out and taped it to the ground basically over concrete right and we're all just we're breaking on it but we took our shoes off which is the number one most dumb shit that i could have ever done i'm doing swipes Hey, let's go. Right? This is back when I could do swipes. <laughs> and I freaking go to throw a swipe and I don't rotate enough and I land on my toe, my toes. Yeah. And I break my my middle toe. <laughs> and then it, I've, I rolled on the ground, rolled around on the ground for fucking like... Yeah, I, I haven't broken a toe. I heard it's like one of the most painful things oh, to break. It is excruciating pain. And they're like giving me, they're unwrapping like the gas station uh, oh. Tylenols. And they're like, here you go, take this. <laughs> they're like, and I'm just rolling around going, oh my fucking God, my fucking toe. And I'm not shitting you, in a matter of five minutes, it turned purple and swelled up the size of my big toe. Oh my, ew. Oh dude, it was so bad. 
and I was in a cast for like wow. a month. But it that was one of the most excruciating pains I've ever felt, breaking my toe. That sucks. You wouldn't think so because it's just so small, you know what I mean? Yeah. But fucking, you stub your toe and it hurts like a bitch, right? Yeah. Imagine breaking it. <laughs> it's like 10 times worse. Yeah, I can't say that I have had many injuries like with breaking, thankfully. Because that's how skilled I am. You, know Fuck, I mean? you better knock on wood right no now. way bro I'm not knocking I'm the best you hear me okay yeah I'm the best the best if we go do another podcast and you get hurt between now and then why would you wish that on me I, I'm not wishing that on you <laughs> I'm you. telling you right now to knock on wood you're telling me no you're the best you're looking at the best of the best fucking, you know I, I want to believe you come on but I look good I smell good I feel good Oh, never mind. I'm not gonna say it. Don't say it. I'm not gonna. You don't do need it. to say it. I'm not saying shit. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, since I'm so aware, <laughs> Good gosh. aware of my whole surroundings, I haven't really gotten injured. Um, I think probably I've had a, a really bad wrist injury. Thankfully, nothing like us like needed surgery. Right. But it's just like um. Kind of like when you sprain your ankle, but it's like for your hand. Yeah. Where it's like you can't push things or oh, like yeah. grab things. So you're like, fuck. And you got that like weird pain on your yeah, the top of part of your wrist. a very uncomfortable, like tight feeling. Yeah. A wrist injury, definitely, it was my left wrist and it took at least like six months for it to heal completely. Yeah. It took a really long time and I had to work on different things. I couldn't like use, I don't think I could like flare for that entire time no yeah definitely so, not it's i don't know it's crazy but that's one good thing about an injury though like kind of pushes you to do other shit that you wouldn't normally do because yeah. you're favoring something dude and as a dancer i definitely encourage a lot of you guys um to exercise a lot more I, it's like really hard especially when you're like you know you train and then you work like that alone is just exhausting as shit you oh, know yeah like even if you're sitting at a desk like your muscles and just the way you position are just that can be pretty like exhausting on your body too yeah you have to be like keep on moving for know? sure um anyway but like i've noticed you know just working out like 20 minutes you know with it like it's two to three times out of the week right it's just like i don't know helps my body i feel like feel stronger I could, yeah i feel like i can take like more punishment on like learning moves and like i was practicing um elbow tracks for people that don't know it's like you're on one elbow with one hand and your legs like swing up like to the ceiling and you have to jump off your one elbow and then land on the other side with the other elbow um and yeah just that move alone just takes so much punishment yeah but i didn't feel like that sore um the day after That's taking good. my vitamins working out boom man looking healthy trying to chug a shit ton of water yeah that's that's, that's still one. the big challenge water yeah just like chugging enough water especially uh, when it gets cold because you know you don't want to like drink that much water yeah you don't feel as dehydrated right yeah Oh my god! I want to. I want to say it, but I don't know if I should say it. Say say it, bro. I just don't want to. I used to be a, a dancer here in the scene. 
I don't know if he still dances or not or whatever, but I've seen uh, this person battle, <laughs> and they literally jumped up in oh, the air yeah. <laughs> and landed on their head. <laughs> How did we forget that shit? I don't know. I just remembered him. <laughs> that is probably the most hysterical yet concerning. Dude, my man. He <laughs> Jumped up and flopped back on his head and whiplashed his head on the ground. This was on a Saturday. He woke up on Wednesday. The best part, like, <laughs> the best part is that video. He turns over and he's on all fours. Crawls out. And he grabs his hand and touches his nose as if he was bleeding from his nose. <laughs> and then walked away. <laughs> and the person he's battling is just dancing while he's everything. Like, the entire time. <laughs> I think that is probably one of the top five's craziest things I've, I've seen. Slinky's got a few. Oh, yeah. I think, like his broken finger. Oh, a, my God. What what was he trying? He was trying a 1.5? Yeah, I think that's what it was. And his hand legitimately like came around with so much speed and force. He like... He broke it crooked, dude. Yeah, he like literally... <laughs> and what's crazy is that because I think it was like on a Wednesday practice and it that was, was really yeah. late. So I didn't go to that practice. And then, um, cause I was trying to sleep. I had to wake up early the next day and Slinky used to be like right next door to me. Okay. Yeah. So I, you know, I wake up and I hear this, like this panting, like, Oh no, he's resetting. It. And then I'm like, so I wake up, I'm like, what the hell is that noise? And I, <laughs> I open the door and he's like in tears. Like he has like his eyes are just super glossy and I'm like, dude, are you okay? Like, what's wrong? You yeah. okay? And he's like, No, I'm I'm good. I'm sorry. I just like I, I just broke my finger and I just popped it back into place. Oh and my god. I was like, What? And he showed me. I showed me he showed me the aftermath of when it was like all crooked and then boom he had it straight again. Yeah. And, oh. It was it was pretty gnarly. Yeah. Dude, I was like, dude, go we eat have some, it on video. Some, yeah, eat some popsicle sticks or whatever and <laughs> wrap some tape around your finger. I'm serious. <laughs> Keep that shit straight. Yeah, he fucked it up pretty bad. We have that on video too. That... <clears throat> oh, Stalls. Stalls has one. I think... I wasn't there for this one, but I've seen Which video of it where I he think it was... falls on his back? like on his like chest cavity basically like where somebody does a backflip by kicking somebody's back but and then they had someone else do it in the front i don't forget who it was i think it was like schizo and slinky and schizo yeah um i think schizo was the post i'm not too sure i'm sorry i'm gonna mess that up so i'm not gonna go that way but saying stalls was like in the back but he kicked wrong or something or his foot slipped and by the time he was trying to push uh, to do a backflip it was just too late so his chest like did that i think like that scorpion thing you know where you land like on your neck and your chest and your legs are like touching the back of your head at the same time yeah i heard he was like coughing blood or whatever i wasn't there for that one either but i I do remember that those those ones are terrifying when you see somebody's back just do yeah. an unnatural position like that like they're possessed I, I can't really watch um like flip fails like flip no yeah it's or parkour fails uh, where they're just like doing that shit but they're hitting a pole instead yeah i can't i can't do that 
There, um, there was one where uh, I, I don't know if I'll mention the name either. We were at, we were out in Colorado at block party, and she's a whacker, and she goes out and she does a what do they call it? A dip? Uh, yeah, it's it's a dip. It's a dip. It's called a dip. Double dip it. <laughs> and pretty much knocked herself out because she like legitimately knocked herself out. Just like. The other one that you were talking about, yeah. oh except for she didn't jump up in the air. She just, she just tried fell to back. play it off. Like, yeah, she uh, played uh, it off a lot better, <laughs> but you could tell that she laid there for a second to the point where it was almost uncomfortable uh, for everybody watching. Your head bonks on the ground. Jesus. And you're like, at that point, you're. it was at the point where you're like, do I help her or do I not? <laughs> yeah, right. But that same person. Okay, so that one was bad, but it wasn't as bad as this next <laughs> she she should just stop doing dips because every time i've seen it happen in a battle something bad happens so this particular battle this is like fast forward five or six years it's it's a crew versus crew and she goes out and she does her round yeah right well then the person from my team or my crew goes out and she starts you know, doing her rebuttal. Well, as she uh, goes out, like dancing at the same time. Yeah. As, oh no. Well, like, so that particular person that I'm talking about that did the dip. Yeah, yeah. That knocked herself out originally. She did her round, and then the Tia. I'm gonna say Tia. Tia was on my crew. With her, she like, goes out and starts her six round. Six inch heels. Yeah. Starts her round. She's wearing heels, right? Yeah. And she's like facing away, like okay. looking up at the DJ. Yeah. So the DJ. Tia? Tia's? Yeah. Okay. So like the cypher's behind her, uh-huh. essentially. And the other person that just went, went out and did a dip just to like steal her momentum. Oh. Well, she stayed on the ground a little too long because Tia was walking backwards and ended up stomping on her face oh on accident. <laughs> so- oh my God. <laughs> So you can imagine, everybody was like, oh, fuck. Luckily, she, she was all right. Uh, Nothing, like, major happened. Dude, that's how you but, know you're new, is when, like, someone's going out doing their thing, and you're, like, still dancing on the side. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Have you seen those, like, on, like, new beginners? Like, they yeah. don't know what to do with themselves, so they, like, move around all awkwardly and weird, and they're, yeah. like, dancing. and Like, dude, chill. You don't have to, like, dance all the time. Well, I think... or. <laughs> I think what happened was Tia started her round with a dip. Right, right, right. Got up. I see what you're saying. Yeah, she's just like stealing the energy type of thing. The other one was like, I can do that too, watch. And then got stepped on. Those moments are pretty cool, but they have to be done right. For example, I've seen like people do like a gainer on the one side of the crew, then the other person on the crew is like, I can do a gainer too. So then they do a gainer. Then the other person's like, cool, well, I can do a side flip. Then they do a side flip. And the other one's like, goes court from court. And it gets harder and harder. Right. Those moments are really cool. They are. But it's just those newbies where they like, I, they're like just dancing. They're like facing away. They don't even really know what's going on themselves. Yeah, and they're just kind of lost. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, man, was, good times know. though. It was a fun battle. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever like really been injured. Injured. I've had like pinched nerves and I don't know. The only other burns, bruises, but. I mean, I've had like inner. I've had 
injuries that aren't like dramatically bad at first they just get worse i actually dislocated my shoulder doing hand hops on a a uh, tumble mat you know how there's give oh no yeah so it popped my arm not completely but enough where i was like oh my god i can't lift my arm and i had to like pop it back into place but that tore my rotator cuff so every like <sighs> couple of months when i'm training i'll re-injure that yeah and it's not as bad but it's like you can only move your you can move your arm up and down but you can't move if you hold your hand out you can't rotate it side to side because it hurts you know what i mean yeah but anyways that i've also had bursitis you know what that is that's where the fluid builds up into your joints right? yeah your knee yeah. your elbow whatever. i've had that too that's uh Mine wasn't painful, but it was very uncomfortable because it was on my right elbow. Oh, I, yeah. cu- I couldn't do, again, I couldn't do anything. Mine was like, on my left me. knee. And that, like, you go to the doctor for it, and they're like, well, you can either wait a couple months and it'll go away on its own, if, unless it's really severe, or we can stick this, like, six inch needle in your knee <laughs> and drain the fluid. And, and it's like, like thick right. needle, right? Like, just. Yeah, it's like. They stick it in there to drain the fluid. Oh, it, like what what happens? Pus, water, and blood. And yeah, ugh. you get fluid built up behind your kneecap or on top of it, right? Because the the fluid is from the sacs that keep your joints lubricated, mm. and they just rupture and fluid builds up. But yeah, that was on my left knee. It was like a water balloon. Yeah, it's gross. But nothing will ever beat Slinky's elbow. <laughs> I think his elbow's still broken. Dude, he had the bursitis on his elbow yeah. to the point where it was like its own entity. It looked like an elbow pad on his oh, elbow. Dude, it was <laughs> disgusting. And he would jiggle it around. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, my man, I'm surprised Slinky's still alive from some of the shit that I've seen him do. Yeah. Like, he's, he used to do uh, dookie heads where you would basically jump back and land on your head oh um, yeah like a backflip but you land completely on your head yeah and you stick it yeah like you don't bounce off of it you <laughs> stick it that's crazy that's why he's a cone head now man maybe i don't know it's swollen up <laughs> that's a crazy move it is a crazy move but it's dope not very many people could do it or dare to do it that's for sure yeah i don't know it might be too extreme for me yeah i'm trying to think of anybody else that i've seen i'm sure there has like you, you the best is when you see people at the club and they try to mock you oh yeah and they just fuck up <clears throat> so bad they injure themselves like that dude that broke his arm yeah don't 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 be that guy don't be that like drunk lame insecure person jackass that needs the attention because I don't know. That could happen. I've just seen it yeah, too many times in my life where it's just to the point where it's like, oh, look at this guy. <laughs> look at this guy wasting everybody's time. He's yeah. mad because all these B-boys are getting the attention. It's, that's so true. That is so true. It They go out because they want to draw the attention away from you, and then yeah. they fuck themselves up. It's an insecurity. It's weird. It really is. It's very weird behavior. I've like never seen it. It's like, why would you, like, what? <laughs> okay. I don't know. I don't get it. Someone I mean, out there probably gets it, but I don't get it. 
I've watched some shit go down at clubs because when you're at a club and you have somebody like that and you've dealt with it so many times, you get fed up with it. You just don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Like Critter, we were at, we were actually at a rave and we, we had a cypher going and we're all dancing, you know, everybody's having a great time. He goes out and he starts doing a... Rubber bands? Rubber bands. Okay. Right? Just continuous kip-ups. Yeah. Ups. And this this uh, guy was like staring him down and he stopped, you know, and the yeah. guy pushed him. I think that's how it went down. Oh, shit. He pushed him. So Chad went back into a kip-up and then came up and kicked him in the oh. chest. Oh. Barely, like enough to like push him back a little bit because the guy was coming in. Oh, yeah. But then Chad was coming up. And so it knocked him back a little bit. And Chad kept dancing. Well, this is the time that we were all taking capoeira uh-huh. for like four or five days a week. You know what I mean? So we were really into that shit. And uh, if you don't know capoeira, it's like a Brazilian martial arts. It looks like break dancing, break dance fighting. <laughs> That's break the only dance. way. If that you if you play fighting. Tekken, if you play Tekken, Eddie Gordo yeah, does capoeira. Let's go. Anyways, so dude starts like yelling at. Chad, okay. Chad's just dancing and laughing at him, right? And that dude just kind of like lunges out after him, mm-hmm. and he does this kick. It's like it looks like a cartwheel, but in, like he goes to his left. But instead of putting your left hand down to cartwheel, you put your right hand down. Yeah, and then and the first kick is kind of like a decoy, and it acted just like that. Dude yeah. just cocked back like out of the way of the first foot and then leaned in to punch him and the second foot just clocked him in the side of the face and his tooth knocked right out of his fucking mouth and he grabs his his face right and then runs and his friends that were behind him were like they didn't realize what happened they're like what the fuck so they all just left and you had all of us on the opposite end of the circle just ready to fight. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? And there's like, what you don't understand for the people that just go to, regulars yeah. that just go to a club. Right. If you see B-boys, <laughs> if you see B-boys, there's probably like 30 of them. Maybe. Yeah. You know, that's how it was for us. Okay. There was like 30 of us there. And we're like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'm like, usually there's like four or five. Yeah. There's there's usually more than one. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right. But back then, like, everybody just went to the well, clubs. Sure. That was the thing, right? Yeah. When I first started. And anyways, so the dude leaves. We keep dancing. Later on that night, my friend goes into the bathroom, and that dude is in there. Well, he is leaving. And he walks in there, and he's like, dude, it looked like somebody got murdered in there. Oh. There was blood all over the sinks, yeah, you know, in the garbage, all over. Yeah. Damn. He, he hit him so hard it fucking <laughs> didn't knock him out, but it knocked his tooth out of his mouth. It was crazy. That is It was one of the most badass Chad. things I've ever seen. Yeah, Chad's got stories like that. Oh yeah. He's he was a bouncer at a club for a minute. <laughs> That's right. There's a lot of things oh dude, I should tell the windmill story. <laughs> I'll tell it. <laughs> Sorry, Chad. I'm calling Chad out right now. Not calling him out, but it just sharing his stories. So we're at the club, the same, well, not the same club. This club was, it was Bricks. Bricks turned into 
club sound and now it's torn down right so unfortunately yeah bricks was the shit back then like that was the go-to club for certain nights and they had like this plexiglass floor that we danced on with lights underneath it it was like a perfect like 12 by 9 piece of dance oh yeah so we all we all used to just surround that and dance on it anyways we're we're ciphering and Chad Chad is known for like his martial arts just kicks is just traveling in his power and stuff like yeah. that <laughs> yeah. and just getting in the most funny situations so. <laughs> my man goes out and he's he starts doing power right he does like flare windmill or something like that and he's in his windmill and this chick on the edge of the cipher kneels down like is on one knee and she's tying her shoe and he kicks her in the face and knocks her out like she's oh my god you just see her go her head jolts and then she just plumps down on her knee dude and her 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 whole body goes limp i can relate chad (laughs) guess what (laughs) so i've done it too (laughs) so you remember this story yeah but so chad notices that he does this yeah he's like oh my god i'm so sorry you know what i mean and her friend is freaking out at her right or at him yeah what the fuck did you do to her my chad's like yeah i didn't mean to and they're like pick her up and carry her like tit is falling out as as they're carrying her out oh no but yeah he freaking knocks this chick out just tying her shoe so if you're the moral of that story is, is if you're at a club and you're watching B-Boy Cipher, oh, pay attention. Make sure out. you're aware of what the fuck's going on because you could get kicked and it's not going to be on purpose. Yeah. I promise you. There's some crazy moments just because it's so dark. Yeah. Depending on where you go. But, yeah. Um, dude, no. Do you remember this story <laughs> yeah. where this was back again at the West Valley House? Oh my God! It was like an underground party and. You know, everybody's drinking, and we're doing this, like, huge, like, cypher in the middle. And some people are, like, in the corner socializing, and the rest of everyone's just kind of, like, in the middle doing their thing. <laughs> now, at one point, everyone just kind of, like, it's still in that circle, but they're all socializing. Right. And I kind of, <clears throat> oh, I think I, like, overheard one of your guys' stories. We were, like, making fun of people, like, uh, in the crew. And then, and then we started like replicating of like what, ev- what everybody does in the crew, like doing every, like everyone else's moves. And then I was like, "Yo, yo, check me out, I'm white boy, I'm white boy." So <laughs> I bounce out of the circle, facing the opposite way, a 180, and then I come back, flipping like back in onto a 180. And I go back down to the ground into a windmill, and I do the same thing what Chad did. There was this girl named Lindsay who was hella drunk, dude, and she was like getting all sloppy, and she was like shaking out her hair, and her like in this circle, like on all fours in the middle of the circle. And that's when I was like, I wasn't aware, or I don't know, she just didn't see me because I jumped out of the circle and I jumped back in. My foot came swinging right down and. Boom! Oh, I hit her fuck. so hard, dude. I knocked the fun out of her that night. <laughs> Some people right say out. Tonga tells me that I kicked her so hard she went into a halo in the baby <laughs> Dude, I kicked her so perfect and so hard, like right on like the temple or something. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I think we all know that feeling yeah. where like you're just minding your own business and you just get whacked like oh, hard dude. by something like a ball or yeah. like something like that same thing but with my foot <laughs> my, she was not happy I, guys i hit it so perfect my foot did not feel any pain or, or anything i like barely felt it but i hit her so hard doesn't it make you want to do martial arts like i'm invincible oh, yeah, right now we get in a fight and people circle us i'm just gonna bust out and flare <laughs> it's flares for when people attack you it's windmills for when zombies attack exactly you. Get it right or pay the price. Oh my god, I forgot about that story. That That's a, that was hilarious. That was the last time I ever uh, sad, saw her. but hilarious. It was but... very sad. I did make sure that if she was okay, she just needed some rest and some ice. <laughs> I think we gave her a box of pee or a bag of peas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we went old school on this woman. Put that on your head. You'll be fine. Here, here you go. Here's stop, maybe you should stop drinking too. <laughs> Just don't twerk in a circle yeah. and get on all fours. That's... Yeah. <laughs> Just don't be, be a hoe in the circle. You'll be fine. <laughs> Quit holding oh around. God damn. We're all thinking it. No, dude, that's funny. Oh, that is funny. That That's happened a lot at a club, man. I was mm. doing fucking... I was out in the cypher once at, the, at that same club, Bricks, and... You, you know those people that just don't they're just oblivious to everything and they just kind of fucking walk slowly across your your circle like clearly there's and there'd be somebody dancing in it and they're just like it's no yeah. big deal really well that happened and I was doing footwork I was doing like a simple six step or something but I was fast you know what I mean and this bitch comes walking out and I right when I go to hook my leg like in, you know when you're on anyways I'm not going to explain it I go to hook my leg and it wraps around hers and I go to step back into push up position and she just <gasps> fucking just hits the floor and she gets up and she rubs her head and she stands there oh my god and I'm still going dude <laughs> I'm still going I hit a freeze right and I stand up and we're like literally almost nose to nose oh and she's like, what the hell happened? I was like, you walked right in the middle of a fucking live cypher. You got, you fell on your face. You know what I mean? Hit her head so hard she didn't even know where she was. Drunk people. Dude, it was terrible. I hate, I hate. They're so fun to watch. I hate dealing with drunk people <laughs> at a club. Especially the ones that want to fight. You know what I mean? Like, get the fuck out of here. Oh, man. Yeah. I did. I, I <laughs> So, there's, there's this one b-boy i don't i don't even know if i call him a b-boy but he used to dance with us at studio 600 okay and he's a break dancer then yeah essentially we all know who is the real b-boy b-boys are legit okay they, I'm they're the ones that i'm gonna clarify, clarify this yes clarify speak the so, truth speak ladies the word. and gentlemen he just threw the mic closer to himself the b-boys a true b-boy <clears throat> is somebody you know that puts in the time the effort and they battle Right, they win, they lose, they cipher, they put in their their two cents. Okay, <laughs> that is a b boy, true b boy lifestyle. Okay, now you have like these weird people that can do like flares and windmills and crickets, or I'm not calling out anybody specific. I'm just saying, or and they just know like some of the foundation. Okay, like they right. can do some of the movement, but. It looks really sloppy. You can just tell they don't. 
yeah. practice a lot. And they don't go to any battles. They don't do anything. Nope. But they talk shit on the internet. Yes. They talk shit behind their keyboards. Those people are break dancers. Those people are break dancers. Okay. Continue. Okay. <laughs> thanks for that. Uh, you got your mom calling you too? Or what thanks for the knowledge. No. <clears throat> Anyways. So this dude... We didn't like him very much. He was just more of a, a nuisance. Did he smell? No. It wasn't oh, that same okay. dude. Okay, okay. I should tell that story. Cause, I think you have. But I, we, we never posted that episode. Oh. Anyways, so this is a different dude. Um, Exclusive videos, folks. He goes out, and, and he talks a lot of shit, right? Not necessarily to, to us, oh, okay. but more or less to everybody else. Mm. He just makes it kind of like an awkward thing instead of a fun thing. Like, when I go to the club in Cypher, I'm just going to have fun. I'm not yeah. trying to call people out mm. unless they're a dick. You know what I mean? But that's the type of dude that would go out and just call anybody and so, just be a dick, right? So he tries hard. Tries hard, tries right? Hard. And he's not nearly as good as everybody else. Damn. But anyways, one time he pushed this dude. Like, he kicked this dude, mm. got up. And was pissed off because the dude was in his way. And the dude was like, whoa, dude, sorry. Well, he pushed this guy. This guy happened to be like twice his size. And the dude looked left, then looked right, and just fucking punched him so hard. He had a seizure, dude. Are you serious? (laughs) He hit the floor and was having a seizure. And we all went, well, that's what you get for being a fucking asshole. You know what I mean? He thought we were going to back him up. He was pissed at us for not backing him up. <laughs> I told him to fuck off. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. You're not going to get backed up for being a dick. You kicked the guy, got mad because you kicked the guy instead of apologizing. You know wow, what I mean? That's... The guy was not in the way at all. He was mm. just having a good time watching the cypher. My man was wearing Kanye. Remember when oh, Kanye wore those plastic, the plastic glasses with the... Harder, better, yeah. faster, stronger. <laughs> My man was just having a good time. And then got kicked. And then got pushed for getting kicked. And then knocked that other dude out. It was hilarious. Was he drunk? The the dancer dude? No. No? no. Completely sober? Completely sober. He was just a dick. He was like one of those people that just wants to cause shit. And he thinks that because he's rolling with 10 or 15 other people, yeah. he's going to be protected. Fuck yeah. that. No, we we don't deal with that kind of dumb shit. Should I tell the? I don't know. We'll tell. Which Maybe one? save it for the smelling one. Smelling one. The smelly guy. One. I don't know. But I remember one time. <clears throat> um, it was me, Tonga, Slinky, and Kid Boo. We went to um, a club, and we were starting ciphers like on the side, but we wanted to get in the middle. And we're like, okay, how can we do this in the middle? Because no one's like doing the circle thing. You know how like one person or two people like um, make an oval with their hands or with their arms, and then right. they like spread, spread their out. ass out, and they're yeah. like, Whoa! yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, <laughs> bring the circle open. Sometimes it works. Sometimes people are like really confused on what the fuck you're doing. Right. So like some people get it, some people don't. <laughs> so if you see someone doing that in a club, open it up. Like that's what it means. Open it up. <laughs> ass out arms out (laughs) circle let's go um so anyway we decided it was 
we were going to have me and Tonga be in a group and then Slinky and Kid Boo be in another group. Now, Kid Boo and Slinky went all the way on like west side of the of the room. We were on the east side of the other room. Now, we were going through the crowd and you know the DJs yeah. <laughs> and we're just like lights are flickering. And then we get in the middle and we're like Yo, bro, what are you doing on my turf, man? What are you doing, huh, bro? This is my land right here. My land, my land, let's go. So, we all, like, get in this, like, altercation. We start shoving each other. And then we get this, like, drunk woman. She was tall as shit. She was, like, six foot four looking, like, ready. She was going to kick all of our ass or something. But <laughs> she comes in the middle of the circle. She's like, whoa, no, guys, come on. Don't, don't fight. Peace, love. No, love each other. It's okay. It's okay. We don't have to fight. Get the fuck out of the way. So we started this huge thing and then we started dancing and then everybody was like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> Dumbest step up moment of my life. <laughs> fuck yeah. But step up moments are awesome. Clubs are fun, man. I haven't gone to a club for a minute. I know, I haven't either. It's because all the fucking good clubs are gone. That is absolutely true. Why is that? Here in Salt Lake, anyways. Like, we have good grammar. That's a good club, but I was it's gonna tiny. Say, I was going to say, all these clubs are getting tinier and tinier. Yeah. It's like a dance floor the size of my uh, fucking bedroom. Salt Lake's too expensive, bro. Yeah, I don't know. You ever been to Sky? Yeah. That one's... I've only been there, like, I think twice. It's the most expensive one, right? Yeah. It's like 30 bucks just to get in. Yeah, because they usually Hang bring like a guest DJ or somebody. Oh, well. That's typically why. On regular nights, it's not that expensive. But yeah, it's the one with the concrete floor on the stage, right? Yeah. Yeah, that. And it, the the actual ceiling yeah, like opens three up. Levels, yeah, or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I, it's been a mess since I've been there. You can have that bullshit. I don't <laughs> you know. Where do I go, gigs? There you the can. We should open up a club, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you right oh, now. Fuck that. Can you imagine the horrors and the responsibilities that come with that? Yeah, but that. you hire people for that shit, bro. Oh, man. Clubs make a lot of money if you do good. That's the problem is trying to get traction. Enough traction and enough people coming through your door to actually yeah. keep it established and going. You yeah. got like places like Alibi who are the, it's the size of a fucking closet and it's packed I don't know how shoulder that to shoulder. It's so popular. I really don't know why and how. It's crazy to me. But yeah, I mean, it's literally the size of a walk-in closet, and it's it is always packed. I mean, like I guess two when tables I, there. When I say always packed, there's ten people makes it seem like it's fucking packed as shit. But <laughs> well, when you're in a closet, right? That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah, I, I can't. I hate that kind of stuff. I hate that environment. Pushing your way. And the bar is located all the way to the fucking back wall of this place from the front door. So when you walk in, you got to go through all those dumb fucking drunks to get a damn drink. Oh. You know what I mean? And they're trying to dance. He's like dancing yeah. in a sea of people. I hate that shit. Mm. I, want a, I want a place where it's big enough where it can be crowded, but it also you can spread it out and people can be like still. Yeah having fun no we should totally do it one of these weekends because I, I just want to go just to like kind of be out and just vibe honestly yeah because it's it's a lot fun it's i don't know going to like clubs with slinky and kid boo are, are like always like a special treat honestly yeah there's always something that like goes <laughs> down and it's nothing like super negative or anything but it's just like 
good experiences, honestly, from what I hear. Yeah. From what I've experienced as well. Like, one time, uh, we were leaving out of the club, and we were, I don't know, I can't remember exactly how this happened, but from what I remember, this guy um, was dancing on this balcony while we were, like, trying to get to our car. Yeah. And he started like doing like top rocks like out of nowhere so we were like oh man like you be boy bro you be boy bro yeah you be boy bro and then he starts looking at us and then he starts doing like some footwork and we're like oh shit but then i look over and kid boo's like doing flares and then he stops and then the other guy does like windmills and then kid boo does windmills so they were like exchanging uh <laughs> Like from, a freaking battle from like a balcony and from a street road. That's hilarious. It was cool. I think there's video footage of it somewhere. <laughs> it was a cool moment. It's like moments like that where you get like somebody you have never seen before and they can like do something and you can relate to it. That's, yeah. That's pretty cool. <clears throat> we used to do back in the day, back in Nam. Name. Back in Name. We used to go to the club and we call it fishing. You just basically go out and act like you're not as good as you really are. Ooh, fishing. And what what happens is you get the douchebag that wants to come out and show off, oh, call yeah. you out, yeah. and they're really just not that good, but they think they're better than you. Mm-hmm. And then you just come back and <clears throat> just completely destroy them. Those were fun. Yes. Oh, for the folks that are listening, for the, for the guys, um, try this... Uh, this, this maneuver, see if it works, because I'm, I'm kind of curious. It should work. Maneuver on so, what? when there's a circle and a cipher, try not to go out. Let other people go out and have fun. And then you want to get those people, like what you're saying, those when you're fishing. Yeah. Those kind of guys that like want to like be good or they're just kind of acting stupid and going out. Yeah. Try to find the most attractive girl or whoever like you want to you know hang out with, get to know. Um, go up to them and be like, just have a conversation be like do you like dancing like is this is this cool yeah 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 and then say you know what how about if i go out there and i do good can i get your number no don't say can i good let's God. say yo <laughs> if i go out there and i kill it you have to give me your number say that sorry i'm kind of rolling right now so my mind's kind of spacey but say that that should work Oh, you better kill it, by the way. Don't fuck up. Don't fuck. Don't fuck up. <laughs> don't fuck this up. Yeah. You had one don't, job. Don't jump up in midair and land like on the back of your head and crawl on all fours <laughs> and check your nose to see if you're bleeding. <laughs> and then crawl off. Don't be. Don't don't yeah. do that. <laughs> I'm talking. I want you to do like flare windmill halos. Do your best freeze, shit, bro. Freeze, and then pop up into like three two thousands. Dude, I be that guy. Will you? It will work. I've never tried that, but I have like done things where you'll go okay. out. You just got to be paying attention, okay? <laughs> you look before you go out in the cipher. Let me just. Okay. You have a cipher. You're right. all, you're standing on one. I scan the crowd, right? This is when I was single. Okay, you know, yeah, yeah. I'd scan the crowd. I'd see like hot chick over here at my five o'clock. You know what I'm saying? At my and then eight la- o'clock. Lagoon, lagoon creature on eight o'clock. Right, right. Like, stay low away from that. So what I would do method. is I would go out. And I would do a round, and then I would come out of the cipher standing next to them. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. And nine times out of ten, they would say, hey, you're really good, or how long have you been doing this? They would start the conversation. Really? Yes. So I let them come to me. It was a different kind of fishing. 
Right? Oh, how interesting. So, although be careful, I, I have heard that um, some women are intimidated, actually. They are. But it's you crazy. don't want those. You don't want those? No. You want confident women that are going to ask. Oh, God. Hey, can you teach me that? I'm learning so much. Try it. Well, don't hey, try it. Hey, can you teach me that? That's what they say? Or? Yeah. Oh, shit. Hey, do you, do you teach? I've had several girls yeah. ask me that same question. Just by simply going out a couple times and standing next to them. And if there's multiple, you go out and you just play the role. You go out, stand next to the first one, right? Stand, yeah. stand next to 5 o'clock. <clears throat> girl right you go out again stand next to eight (laughs) o'clock until somebody responds and usually it's one or two times and then they'll be like dang you're really good interesting okay wow folks look we just gave you two moves right there boom Boom. easy use them let me know women know yeah let us know (laughs) if that shit works women love a man that can dance and vice versa men love a woman that can dance yeah absolutely man and yeah. Dude, I remember. Do you remember what was it? This was like two and a half years ago. We went to a club. What was it? It was for somebody's birthday. Yes. Do you remember? Which, it was which, Good Grammar, wasn't it? Yes, it was at Good Grammar. And I don't know. I There was nothing special about me. This no, you were happened. slaying it, bro. I was slaying the dance floor. Let's say that. No, no, you no, weren't I was, slaying the dance okay, floor. Okay, I was slaying. This is why. <laughs> I was slaying the dance floor. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I don't know if I was drinking or not, honestly. I you were fucking drinking there. <laughs> so I'm slaying the dance floor. You know, I get out and doing my own thing. And then I get this woman, okay? She's like super gorgeous, like She's blonde, yeah. tan. And she caught me off guard. So she starts talking to me. And then, you know, you know, asking me questions about dance, where I'm from, yada, yada, yada. And then she's like, oh, wait, hold on. So she leaves and I'm still like in the cipher doing my thing. And then she comes back, and there's like five other women that like surrounded me. Yeah, and I got so terrified and intimidated. Like she was asking me questions, and like <laughs> I just I couldn't answer them like with confidence. And because I was so I was terrified because I was looking for you guys. Like, yeah, where the fuck are my friends? I have like four other guys that like it could work out. Like, hello, can someone? Help me out, and I was just getting drowned by like five women asking me questions, and and clearly I was obviously not uh, good problems to have. Bro. I was just boring, so they just like left. <laughs> I was okay with it. I was like, get the fuck away from me, because holy shit, I was so stressed. I out. have one question. Uh, what? Are you gay? <laughs> My gay? No. Why would you be okay with those four gorgeous women walking away from you? I'm okay. Okay, obviously. Explain that to me. Because in that situation, I was stressed out. Why I had pure were you anxiety. Out? No, you just got to Coon, entertain. I've had five like women, like gorgeous women, literally corner me and asking me a bunch of questions. And I see my best buds leaving for some weir- weird reason. I don't know why. Oh, I remember. I we were right. I'm like, uh, look, at, look at Joey. Uh, Let's go outside. <laughs> Stupid idiot. <laughs> but let me tell you one thing, okay, about my, my man Joey here. When this man starts drinking at a club, he he gets engulfed with some sort of crazy aura that is a magnet for just women in a great time. Because I don't know, your 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 alter ego comes out, womanizer, 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 and you just go crazy. 
And it's not even that you're trying to be a womanizer. You're not even trying to talk to these women. That's They're true. just magnetized to the presence that you're giving off. And it's crazy to me. Mm. I just watch. I sit back and watch, dude. I kick back at the club and just watch this what? unfold. There's nothing special about me, folks. These five women came up and talked to him for like 10 fucking minutes straight. Stressing me the fuck out. He's stressed out. We're standing outside the window. He doesn't know it. His back is to us. But we're outside looking in at him. We can see all the women's faces. Just drowning. And they're just fucking smiling and shaking their head and, you oh know, like fixing their hair and shit, you know. And, and my man is just like sweating bullets. <laughs> He's just like backed up against the fucking window, dude. I've never felt so helpless in my life. I didn't know what to do in that situation. One is like hard enough. And that's that's the, that was the time where you were just like... Nobody's ever going to love me. <laughs> and then the universe backhands you with five beautiful women. Fuck you. Well, nobody's ever going to love me. Yeah. Not they might have been really attractive women, but they definitely weren't the right women. Boom. How do you know? You didn't even give it a chance. Oh, I did, dude. Did you? Stressing me out like that? I don't want that stress in my life. <laughs> No, this is it. This is my take on women. Oh, God, here we go. So, We're switching gears like this right now. Well, not really. Hold on. I just want to clarify this part. So this woman, the one that was like into me, the one that was like talking to me the most, the, the blonde one, um, sh- she to me was at least like a 10, like in my book, oh, right? She, she was hot. Hitting every single point. Yeah. Whatever. So... My take is, is that you don't want to go for those tens. You don't want to be that person. At least I don't. I don't want to go for somebody that's like a full ten. So, <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm sorry I'm putting you on the spot right no, now. No, do it. Are My, you saying that your I'm current right girlfriend now. is not a ten? <laughs> no, she's a hundred. <laughs> Bravo. I'm sorry, I had to throw that out. I had to like throw you under the bus there for a second. Entrap you to see how you did. Very witty. Go on. So, <laughs> stupid idiot. So what I what I mean by that, folks, is like at least for guys, there's definitely like women that are like there's ones that are like really good for you, and there's obviously ones that are really bad for you. Both of them can be very beautiful in their own ways. Right? Would you agree to that? Yes. Right now, most men, you know, the the men that only care about like the sex aspect, right? Right. Will go for like those like uh exotic women basically and this woman she was not exotic but she definitely looked she was hot she She was very attractive go on yeah she was just very attractive right so i don't know i don't want that kind of stress in my life can you imagine having somebody that's like super like even like more weight like more weight gorgeous than you (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's hard that's it's a, hard it's a stressor man because it's like what if something did happen and then it's like oh god what if you, every time she leaves i'm gonna have to worry like oh god she's leaving me she's going uh, she's going to the grocery store how many men are gonna talk to her <laughs> talk about insecurities man shit uh, no but that's what i mean though yeah like, i don't think i, I could mean, date somebody that's like kind of like that exotic or like supermodel attractive yeah i don't think i could ever i don't i wouldn't want to honestly 
I wouldn't want to be in a serious relationship with somebody like that, but to have fool around, maybe you know what I mean? Yeah. And if it ever happened to be, I don't know, serious. I don't know, because just most of the time, those types of girls are just definitely not for you, and you should definitely stay away from. <laughs> are they for anybody? <laughs> are they, they're. It's a gift and a curse, folks. That's true. Or I don't know. I, well, I mean, it goes the same for guys. There's definitely like fuck boys out there, you know, where they. Oh, like, totally. It's all they care about, you know. So I don't know. <laughs> it's a double-edged sword. <laughs> Choose wisely. Yeah. Choose wisely. And that those type of women, you never really want to try to approach at a club unless you're super confident because you're just going to get blown the fuck off. That's true. I don't know. how. Let me see. Me, I just, as a man, I think it's just already discouraging just to like go up and just ask on a, just a date with like just about anybody, you know? But if it was like supermodel status where you were just like, 100% she's going to shut me down. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't think I've ever done that. They're not going to give you the time ever. of day yeah. because they get the time of day from every other That's guy so in the crazy. club. They just get annoyed, right? It's uh, like a, it's like being a celebrity going out in the public. I can imagine the paparazzi right, falling right, around. Right. You just want privacy, right? Yes. You just want to go out and have a good time without being talked to. Yeah. That's probably their mentality. That's what I'm assuming. It's a good way of putting it. I... <clears throat> So I've only used one pickup line in my entire life, and I'm going to share that story right now. So the stupid one? Yeah, <laughs> the dumb one, dude, but it worked. For the record, I don't approve of this. I approve of this. You've I, never tried it. All right, okay. Try it oh. and then tell me. But I'm until not, then, you're just a naysayer. No. You're just a naysayer until then. <laughs> anyway, Tell it, tell it. <laughs> so I'm at, I used to live in California, and I'd go to this a club called Hurricanes in Huntington Beach. And they had like a little dance floor, you know what I mean? It was a cool little bar. Anyways, I was, we'd go there all the time, so we are kind of like regulars, and I would dance and blah, 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 blah. And there's very, there's a, a ton of attractive women that go there. But this chick was super hot. And I was just watching her, like, she was kind of right next to me. Watching her what? I was just watching her get hit on by like almost every oh. guy. Like it, it, people almost formed a fucking line to touch, have a turn of talking to this chick. Wow. Right? So I'm like just watching this, and I'm looking at her, and we're kind of like making eye contact a little bit, and I'm just like I'm smiling, and I'm just shaking. To me? I'm smiling, and I'm just shaking my head like these retarded dudes. You know what I mean? They just don't have a chance in hell. Because, you know, like, they come up and they, like, put their hands above their head and they start shaking their waist, you know what I mean? Trying to bump and grind and shit. I'm like, this is so dumb. So she, like, got closer to me and I I leaned over and I said, and the reason why I said this, it was on my mind because my friend that morning told me this pickup line. And I was like, okay, I'm I'm just going to throw it out there. The pickup line is, I told her was, I said, has anybody ever told you that you're ugly? And she just looked at me like, what? And I let her sit. I'll let her sit there. And I said it again. I said, has anybody ever told you you're ugly? And she's like, kind of just baffled. And I said. Did he just call me ugly? Yeah. Like, did you just call me ugly? And I said, I didn't think so. And I fucking walked away. I didn't even like give. I didn't even see her reaction. I said, I, I said, I didn't think so. And I walked to the other side of the fucking club. 
That bitch chased me down. <laughs> chased me down, grabbed my shoulder, and turned me around and said, Did you just say that to me? Whoa. That was smooth. What? And I was like, Exactly, bitch. No bullshit. Exactly. I'm smelling fucking some do it. <laughs> all the listeners out there. All it. the listeners out there. You fucking go to a woman. <laughs> male listeners that are into women, right? Go. It, it might work the other way around. I don't know. Fuck. Try that shit. Just try it. And you gotta sell it. You gotta be natural. You can't say it like a like it is actual right. pickup line, right? You just gotta say it natural. But she ended up talking to me. I ended up getting her number, and I ended up dating her for a little bit. So, let me break it this down. Work. Let me break the this only down. time. I think you didn't. You didn't tell me this story. You just told me that line, but you didn't tell me the story behind yes. the line. I just don't remember that. Yes. Why do you think I'm so adamant on okay, people trying this? This line? is the thing. <laughs> this is the thing, right? She is already kind of like in this state of mind where she's getting hit on. Left she's and annoyed. Right. Yeah. Right. So clearly, she she knows what she looks like. She knows she's rocking and hot and socking and whatever. Right. right? So. She's getting hit on by all these guys. She's already into that mindset. You come over here with the most almost offensive line <laughs> and you walk away. Now, she's obviously probably baffled and she's probably thinking to herself, what was that? Yeah. So it just totally threw her off. Okay, Exactly. What I'm saying is you can't casually just go walking through the mall <laughs> yes, you and can. point out her and have me go up to there and say hey has anyone ever told you you're ugly uh, didn't think so <laughs> didn't. and then walk away no you gotta like you gotta repeat it because they're gonna probably nine times out of ten go what no are you sure you are you sure nobody's ever called you or told you you're ugly <laughs> and at this point they're getting mad and then you say, I didn't think so, and you fucking walk away. You don't stay there for the reaction. If you don't walk away, it's not as potent, okay? <laughs> Trust me. Walk away from it. It'll work. Yes, maybe strike up a little bit of casual conversation. Like, hi, my name is Joey. Uh, mm. I saw you from across the way. wanted to come say hi. I actually, this has kind of been on my mind since, you know, and then hit her with the line. No. Fuck yeah. Folks, take the other two previous Get uh, tips. Uh, take that third tip and but just you wipe your ass with it. If you can't dance, <laughs> if you're at a club and you can't dance because there's too many fucking people, you can't do those other two things. Listen, I think your scenario was is a perfect one. It's It was almost suitable, okay, because it was so 180. You got to read the room. You got to pay attention. You got to read the room. Okay, right. I think there's... A chunk, a majority of men that don't know how to read the room the or fucking, body language. I agree. So that's why I'm they're saying to fucking, you. That's why getting... I'm saying to you, Coon, is that you can't casually just go walk in a mall and you point and say her and expect me to go walk up and then say that line, dude. I want anybody that's listening. To this I'm getting to mad. Just try it. Just try you're, it. You're making me mad right Please now. Please try it. And then fucking comment and tell us if it worked or not. I really want to know. Well, we. I do. I, I want to know. Let's walk around with Slinky. Let's make Slinky do this blind. Slinky's too. No, he can awkward. do it. <laughs> We've tried to get him to do it. That's true, but he has opened up. He, he actually has. lost a bet of or what are the odds? And he owes like ten times of doing that exact pickup line to whoever we decide. Really. 
I'm cashing in on that shit. He's back. He is back. We're going to the mall on Thursday or Friday before practice, <laughs> and we are going to fucking take him, and he's going to do that. Watch it work. Well, maybe. I don't know. He's going to meet his soulmate that way, bro. I'm sure. Slinky's in this uh, mode where he's just not really... He's tired of it. Tired of what? He's always tired of it. He's tired of him not trying. Not trying. Oh, going out and hitting on or whoever or asking... He's, he's told me so many times, dang, that girl's so cute. Dang, that girl's so cute. I'm like, dude, just go talk to him. Go talk to him. He's like, no, dude, can't. No. He's talked to women before, and it it That's works. But I'm telling you right now, Slinky, if you do this particular no. pickup line, do it at the right time, be precise, be confident, walk away. That's the formula. It'll work. I mean, you might, yeah, no, Dude, it'll don't. work. <laughs> don't. It will fucking work. <laughs> it worked on a dime. On a dime. Yeah. It worked <clears throat> on that hot chick. She was a 10, dude. She was an okay. exotic. Well, your 10s and my 10s are way completely No, dude. Right. <laughs> she was hot. <laughs> you would think this chick was a 10. She was hot. She was Hispanic. <sighs> and I have a thing for Hispanics. Apparently, my wife's Hispanic, but. She was hot. Well, I got. I just. I gotta see it in order to believe it. Okay. I don't. We'll tell Slinky to do it. Yes. Or Bomb Bomb. Don't tell Bomb Bomb because Bomb Bomb will fuck it all up. Bomb Bomb won't even <laughs> do it. He'll be awkward. Has anybody ever <laughs> told you that you're ugly? <laughs> Didn't think so. Suck! I did it wrong. <laughs> That's. Not- That's- what will happen with That's not what will happen. I can't. <laughs> Love you, Mama. Anyways. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know either, but I don't know. Me- meeting people at clubs. I don't know. Good thing or bad thing? What do you think? I've had good... I haven't had, like, one terrible experience... From meeting anybody from a club. Uh, I mean, I've definitely met people where I'm like, eh, yeah, I'm is not going to date her. You know is what I'm saying? that where people still think um, that's how I meet people? Is like just going to the club? Yeah, people say that if you meet somebody at a club, typically that that's probably not good, right? Mm. They're just the type of people that are always at the bar every weekend, da 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 da, with their friends. They're labeled a drunk whore. I don't know. Or vice versa. Same with women meeting men at a bar. Mm. You want to do that? But I met, I met my ex-wife at a bar. Really? And we were together for five years and happily. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when we, yeah. So that was. I don't know. I Sorry, don't know. I'm just trying to think. I don't think I've ever, like, met people, women, whatever, had women. What about Haley? It's not at a club. I don't count. Crater's Grid? I knew her at Element. Okay. It's through, like, practice through her dance community. That's different. What? Whatever you say, bro. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> anyway, um, I was going to say, it was like something about the club. Oh, fuck. Meeting women at a club. Women at a club. Women at a club. Club of women. I'm at the club. Is it a good or There's a bad women. thing? Is what you were saying? I can't remember. Coon, I lost my train of thought now. You said 
Do you think it's a good idea to date women from a club that you meet at a club? What's my experience? And I said, I haven't really had any completely negative experiences. I don't know. I can't think of it. I'm sorry. I think I was trying to change that subject. Yeah. Some other scenario. I don't know. I just can't think of it. Sorry. There it is. <clears throat> Shit. Hmm. Oh, God. But anyway, <clears throat> I want to go to a club just to like vibe, chill out. It's good people watching. Yeah. <clears throat> it's interesting to, I don't know, just see like people's behaviors and everything. Especially after being in a pandemic. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. I don't know. I can't stand if I fucking go to a club to dance. And you create a cypher and somebody brings a fucking drink out in the middle of it. Oh, that's... And they slosh it all around. Because they're drunk and trying to dance at the same fucking time. I remember I hurt my knee because someone did that. They spit like their beer. That was at Creator's Grid. That one was hard. <laughs> that one was hard. When is the next Creator's Grid? God, I don't know. I hope it's soon, though. Those events are fun. Ashley, we need a Creator's Grid. Yeah, where the hell are you at? Get your shit together and do another Creator's Grid. We actually should probably have her back on. Yeah, it's been a minute. Yeah. I'm curious to hear from Ashley. Let's see what's going on in um, her end of the spectrum. Yeah. And sorry, folks, for the people that are listening. Um, we've been trying to get people on the podcast, but things have just not gone to plan. Yeah. So it's just you boys for right now. It's all good. But we do plan to have Slinky on next. Yes. Um, here in a, in a bit. So, which is really cool because I think he was in, oh shit, what was it, South Carolina? Yeah. Yeah. North? North or south? I don't know. Somewhere on the east side, right? Yeah. Somewhere east. He was gone for like six months. Yeah, he was just gone. And he has a ton of like traveling experience, um, especially when it comes with like dancing. Yeah. Like dancing and traveling. He lives a very unique life compared to, you know, a lot of people. A nomad life. (laughs) Is it a nomad life? Yeah. I don't know. Anyways. But I look forward to it. I'm super excited. Yeah, that should be fun. Did you go to the popping battle this past weekend? No. I, I, I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know there, there was that many poppers in the state of Utah Are they? to have a battle. Wait, did you go? And three judges. No. But did you I, see footage? I saw some footage, and I think Seth won it. I don't know. Sick. He had it set up all different was... and unique. But, yeah, <clears throat> to have three judges... Popping judges, mm-hmm. and then enough people to pop. I had no idea. I think that's awesome. Wow. Because all I knew of people who popped in Utah were that actually did it seriously was what third degree Seth. I can't think of anybody. I can't else. think of anybody else. We had Jesse Sykes for a while, but he's traveling all over the place yeah. too. And we also had Estevan. Mm. He now lives in Vegas, and we had. Tomasi, which also in Vegas. was also in Vegas. So it seems like these people who become really damn good at popping just leave, <laughs> which is damn. fine. More opportunity, but it's just funny. Yeah, they always come back. Yeah. Man. Did I ever tell you my uh, my theory on poppers? 
<laughs> no, tell me. <laughs> I'm going to probably get some heat for this. But my experience, or my theory on poppers is they're people who tried breakdancing first, b-boying first, okay. and couldn't stick it, so they went to popping. Wow. Instead. They went to popping, huh? I know like five or six people like that. <clears throat> they tried breaking, and they're like, nah, this shit's too hard, and then took up popping. That's interesting you bring that up, but I don't know. There's a lot of people, like when I was in high school, um, sorry, hold on. <coughs> I'm all choked up because of the incense. <laughs> it's not even um, burning. It's in the atmosphere, burning. Coon. It hasn't even it's burned in the, the atmosphere, last 25 coon. minutes, bro. It burnt out 25 minutes ago. Fine. Choked what do you want me to now. say? I have phlegm up my ass and it came out weird. my throat. Is that what you want me to say? Just, just clear your throat, bro. Fuck. Now I lost my train of thought, Coon. You were talking about, I said, popping and stuff. And you're like, oh, that's interesting because... Oh, yeah. So, like, an example, um, like, in high school, like, I knew how to do, like, flares and windmills and swipes. Uh-huh. And I would get quite a bit of, like, you know, guys that would come up to me, like, during lunch because that's when I would practice, right? Right. So they would see it and be like, dude, teach me that, dude. Oh, God, that's the so, worst. So... I'm like, all right, cool. I'm like, first, can you do this? Can you hold this? You know, it's just like a little crab freeze. Yeah. Or a tur- <clears throat> turtle freeze. And they're like, oh, you know, they, like, they get up and they're like, shake their hand. They're like, oh my God. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's funny because it's like people think you can learn this in like a week. You know, right. or, or, like, or like as far as like power goes or even footwork really. Like footwork can always be brushed on and have great technique you know you can always practice it and it's like drills and stuff um power is like something that takes months to years to just do like one rotation of something or even two you know because your brain is literally thinking of five things at once it's it's like trying to get the muscle memory in order for it to multitask yep um so I forget my point with that story, but there's just a lot of people that, you know, think it's like, it's easier. Oh, that's why they go to popping. <laughs> well, I mean, with popping, you are standing, you're on your feet. With breaking, you are like upside down. You're right. spinning around. And it takes a lot more strength. Yeah. And like for- flexibility. With popping, you can just like stand there or yeah. crouch or whatever. And you could take it to an extreme level with popping, honestly. Like, popping. How dope. dope would it be to just have somebody balance on their head and then just start popping? popping. Like, do their head. That would be sick as shit. I don't know, dude. Maybe if I get older and I can't break as much, I'll go back to popping. Maybe you should start really training, and I'll try to, you know, add in some breaking moves and then start popping with it. Pop your sixth step. If you can start popping power, okay. Like, whoa! You gave me like yeah. crazy ideas. There you go. You're welcome. Popping while doing power. Good luck. That'd be dope. I'm not saying it can't be done. But yes, what you're to make your point, people want to learn. I don't know how many times I've been fucking at a club and I go out and do a windmill mm. or anything and they're like, teach me how to do that. And you go, uh, you, like right now? We used to have business cards. I used to hand them out. Here you go. What do you mean? What is this for? I'm like, I teach private lessons. Oh, wow. Come take my class. I'll teach you how to do it. Well, I mean, teach me right now at the club. 
you mean where you can barely hear me and there's no room and this move took me like six months to learn yeah no it's not gonna happen dude and you try to explain that to a drunk person who can't process shit greedy bastard greedy bastards and then make me sick the one thing that if you're not a b-boy or b-girl it's harder to appreciate what you see because you don't understand how hard it is yeah. but once you get into it even for a couple of months and mm-hmm. you you actually train you start to understand that even the footwork is hard mm. like your standard person does not know they can't handle it you know what i mean and it's insane how many 40 year olds do you know that can fucking do windmills and hand hold handstands forever you know what i mean uh three yeah so i know i i'm 40 and i'm i look around at like people like on social media and you look at people that you went to high school with and you're like they're balding they're gray they look old as shit like fuck dude damn then dancing is the profile and they're like wow bobby's looking pretty good he hasn't changed since yeah. high school <laughs> is he a vampire but no, it's crazy. Actually, we went. We were up in Park City a couple weeks ago with Andrea's cousins from Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. and this dude and his wife walk up to us, and my man had like gray hair. Okay. He, I, I, I would have guessed he was like <laughs> mid fifties. Yeah. Walks up to us and he's like, "Bobby and Andrea." I'm like, "Who are you?" Hmm. You know what I mean? And he's all, "Oh, yeah, Dad." I, we went to high school together. I graduated two years after you. <laughs> You're like, after you? I'm like, he's two years younger than me. And he he... Drink. I would have choked if I was drinking something. Oh, no, yeah. He had a full head of hair, but it was gray. And wow. he looked old. He just looked old. And I was like, Andrea, who the hell is this? <laughs> she had to explain to me who it was because she didn't even recognize him at first. You know what I mean? Wow. But then after she explained, I was like, oh my fucking God, that guy aged bad. It's just crazy, like, how some people age. Yeah. And, and you know, if you're not athletic, if you just go to work and then come home and sit on your ass all day, chances are you're probably not going to... You're going to wear out, man. Yeah. <laughs> but if you're constantly active, you know what I mean? I, my, my whole philosophy is the saying, a body in motion stays in motion. That's really interesting, because I feel like there are a lot of people that kind of think that, like that's will probably make them older you know because you're using your body so much yeah i've heard that yeah that's i think i i used to think like that or it's like i used to get scared because i'd be working like these you know blue collar jobs right it's like you more physical you know and more handsy type work yeah and i'm like dude this is i mean obviously you know there's a certain point where like i can't certain things i can't do or whatever or like if i'm like 40 you know like i don't want to be walking for days and days and days or whatever it's totally. just it just affect me different is all I'm trying to say yeah. but um yeah. um I lost my train of thought I'm no, so sorry no I'm fine I can I can stay on that but I it it's interesting because that whole thought process that you're talking about where if you use your body too much you're gonna get older faster that, uh, yeah. not if you're being healthy about it you can right. use your body too much as in if you drink too much, if you eat like shit all the time, you know Cheese what I'm saying? Cheeseburgers every night. And you don't do anything. Yeah, you're going to look like Make shit. Make bitchins. But it definitely, like, your body in motion stays in motion. If you stop doing yeah. shit, you're going to get out of shape. 
And if you take a fall that somebody like me would take, you know what I mean? Yeah. Who's break dances and is physical all the time. I'm not going to probably get more than a bruise or a scrape. You could break your fucking hip. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's really interesting. Um, you want to hear some ignorant shit? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but this, this thought just kind of occurred to me, just barely. Like, when I was a lot younger, <clears throat> like I, I just hated stretching, and I think a lot of men are just like this in general, where they like they don't like stretching, and they kind of look at it as like a feminine thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I definitely didn't stretch because I did at one point think it was like a really feminine thing and like really yeah I was like I don't want to stretch that's like it's too girly yeah it's too girly dude like no way <laughs> like, I'm not doing it but it's like once you educate yourself more and you know you take classes or whatever and people teach you these new things or you just have a new outlook or whatever it's it's amazing how like you know you should just keep your mind open and totally. I don't know. I can't imagine if I like wasn't like active, or if I, I like because at one point like that's what I used to do. And, like you wake up, you go to school, you come home, and you like just stuff your face, and you're just sitting on the couch basically watching TV. Or at least that's what I did for a while. Right. Or unless like you have like a sports activity that you do after school. Because I used to take swimming. Yeah. That was kind of nice because it's like came home from school, I ate, watched like TV for like thirty minutes, then went and swam did a swim lesson for like an hour and a half or something I think that's important for kids I think so. that's super important in any kind of team sport or activity you know yeah. swimming whatever um, I feel like that's really important to get your kids involved in because A it helps them physically and B it helps them mentally because what it's going to teach your kids is that drive and that motivation right to keep going don't (sighs) let your kids quit shit because they're whining and crying they'll get past it you know what i mean that me as a teacher yeah you know i was gonna gonna say you, you get these kids that are like super amped for the first couple of months and then they start to understand and realize how hard it is and then all of a sudden they want to quit don't let your kid quit halfway through. Make them stick it out because yeah. there is that point where you just get to that point where you're like, "What? this is too hard. Because yeah. if you start letting your kids quit, the more you let them quit, and this goes for adults too, it, the easier it gets, mm-hmm. right? But if you make them push through, like, okay, you don't have to keep doing this after this season, but you're going to finish out the season. You know what I mean? And I promise you, nine times out of ten, that kid will come back around and want to keep doing it. You know what I mean? You just got to push them out of that negative rut that they yeah. get in. It's interesting because I feel like with me with breaking, it's like when you learn new things, that's when it's like it's fun. And especially if you get it down. If you get it down and you learned it and you're like – and you achieved it, like a little goal. Yeah. That's like real excitement. That's like – it's going to make you want to, you know, do more and more and more and keep going with it. But, and then it's like, when you get to power moves, you have to like, yeah, you're like learning some new power moves, but it, you have to have that discipline, that continuous, like just basically, yeah, drive. And like, you're like, I'm doing things that I want to achieve, but I don't want to do it. You know what I mean? I don't want to like 
put in all this effort, but that's what it takes in order to require this thing that I really want. Yeah. You know, so that's how I kind of look at it. It could, yeah, that kind of shit, that type of training becomes monotonous and boring, Mm -hmm. you know, or you just, you're sore, you know what I mean? Yeah. You just like, you just want to quit, but that's when you just have to keep driving. And I feel like it's very important to push your kids to do something like that. Even being on a sport that just teaches them good life skills or dance yeah. or karate, any of that thing. It's just kind of like, oh, I go to church for my kids to teach them good values. Well, take your kids to sports or anything active because yeah. that teaches them great life skills. Like, mm-hmm. not just values. But it's going to teach them not to be a piece of shit later on. And it keeps them out of trouble. Yeah, I would totally agree. 100%. You know? And then when they want to pick up a video game, it's not that big of a deal because they just busted their ass for a couple right. hours. You know what I mean? Like, okay, you deserve to chill and relax. Balance, right? Yeah. But, yeah, for those people that are just like, eh, my kid doesn't want to do anything, we'll push them to fucking do something. Get them off their ass. Make them do it. They're going to hate you at yeah. first, but they're going to appreciate you later on. It's really interesting because I definitely, I didn't, because after I did swimming lessons, I didn't do anything yeah. for like ever, forever. And then, but I was always kind of fascinated in um, like martial arts and physical health. Right. Because <clears throat> like my grandpa, my grandfather was a, uh, a third degree black belt in judo and he learned it from like the heart of Japan. Oh damn! That's Back badass. in like, dude, like forever ago. So, because like I think he picked it up while he was in, in the navy. Yeah, and then he was stationed in uh, Japan for a while. Um, but anyway, so like he was really into it. My dad, you know, took judo as a kid, and I mean, my dad has like a ton of like fighting stories. Like wow. he could just talk about them for days, but that's kind of like how it was in their time. You know what I mean? It was like if they had beef with somebody, like they physically fought. Like, yeah, that's just it was very common. You know what I mean? Like if they fought in school, they would get sent to the principal's office and then a lecture. But nowadays, it's like the parents are fucking suing your parents. And yeah, then, it's it's a very ridiculous. different. Yeah, it's a very different thing right now. Um, so anyway, like I you know was always fascinated by it, and I would just I don't know. Work out, work out. I worked out when I was, I think, like, 13 is when I started. Yeah. Yeah, so I started, I think, pretty early, which was good because it was, like, it was making me, you know, do the things I don't want to do, but I want to have this, achieve this, this look or whatever. Right. And I need, these are the steps I need to take in order to get to it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Discipline. Right. I think, going back to what you were saying, like, being sued for Getting in a fight with some kid at a school. We're making our kids too soft. I'm telling you right now. And going back to our previous podcasts, like talking about how people are too sensitive. Have you heard the Have you heard the saying? And I might fumble over this at first, but have you heard the saying that uh, tough times create soft men? Soft men create tough times, and that's whoa, yeah. I have not heard that, but I like that. Yeah. So, you know, our grandparents and parents went through tougher times. Yeah. So they go through tough times, and they want to make it easier for their kids. Yeah. So it creates easier times, mm-hmm. softer times, right? Yeah. And then those kids grow up, and 
it's now harder because they were they grew up privileged essentially right mm. they didn't have to go through a struggle really yeah and that creates tough times and then the cycle just keeps going over and over again jelly I've, I've heard that and it's just kind of stuck with me and it's it rains true man right now we have a lot of kids growing up in privilege yeah pre-pandemic okay pan I, I would say that pandemic is starting to stir up a bunch of shit you know what I mean like I've never seen so much separation in the country and I think that's kind of a necessary thing obviously you know what I mean it's bringing to light things that were just kind of kept in the shadows I guess but it's so crazy how separated everybody yeah. is with everything but anyways it's creating a tough time right so it'll be interesting to see what that generation comes up with because I don't even yeah. we don't even know what the future holds but it's crazy right now anyways just a side note well, I think I, that's what breaking so special to a lot of people is because again just breaking is just incredibly hard in general you know and the level is is limitless <laughs> like there's no limit on it you yeah. know what i mean so like like there's just a lot of crazy ass shit nowadays you know and Dude, even even when i first started back in 2000 the air track was barely coming out yeah nobody knew what the fuck that was mm-hmm. that was like on the extended end like a extended part of the video at the like end a of a breaking video it's a myth <laughs> i can't remember the guy's name that did it first but it's a pablo something like that he went out and did 13 fucking air tracks on this video and we were all mind blown because we never seen it it was on a vhs yeah you know and and it was it was like at the end of the video mm-hmm. like in the credit scenes and he's just Jeez. doing this crazy ass move and we're like what the fuck is that yeah our minds are blown you know what i mean Mm-hmm. And now it's like people are doing fucking one arm air tracks and elbow tracks and fuck, dude. For sure, it's incredibly hard, and I think that's why it's so important to uh, to kids and to us. Um, I think you know, just hip hop in general, like at least with me coming into like you know this this scene and hip hop, it, it definitely exposed me to a lot of different cultures. Yeah. Like, how do I say this? I don't mean no disrespect. And this is a very arrogant, like, ignorant way of thinking. But this this is what my thinking was back in the day. Um, I don't think I was, like, homophobic. But I didn't really associate or talk to anybody that was, like, gay or anything. Really? I just wasn't open to the idea. I yeah. didn't really care, you know, about it. Like, if you were gay, you're just gay. Who cares? Right. But... You know, like, because, like, I mean, my dad would make jokes and everything. Because, like, that, you know, again, essentially, like, back in the time, like, that's how they would make gay jokes and right. everything, you know? Yeah. So, like, like, we were saying, like, we grew up, you know, like, that's gay and everything. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm trying to be as respectful as my as I possibly no, you can. you can say it as a story. I, I, I just want to be honest. Yeah. I just want to be transparent with everybody. And anyway, so getting exposed to like you know hip-hop and getting involved in this type of culture with dance and there's a whole bunch of different dance styles and i'm just very more open and i've you know i've talked to a lot of these people i've developed relationships with a bunch of people not just whites like white hispanic black asian like all these different cultures you know and how they people were raised how they think and 
you know, just living in other people's homes, like going out to another state, you know. Yep. Um, it's it's really special. It's really amazing, and it's it's so different. And I'm like thankful. It's so diverse. But like, take like the classic average American or whatever, like white American. You know, like they don't get that. No, they don't. They hardly like, ever leave unless they're going to Disneyland, right? Yeah, or like some sort of like freaking I don't know island. Yeah, a lot of people are very very sheltered. <clears throat> they don't experience culture. Yeah, you know what I mean. They stick to their one group of people. That's it. You know what I mean. I Whether it's Which on purpose so or not, crazy dude. Like, there's so much out there that people don't. know. I, know. I told my girlfriend this. I'm trying to get like back into Spanish because I really want to like talk um, to my girlfriend in Spanish and there's other people in Spanish. Hell yeah! I think that'd be. Really does she cool. speak Spanish? She does. No shit. Oh yeah, that's badass. Yes, that's um, sexy. It is. She uh, took it in college. She went to I think Peru for like a couple of months, and she. You know, picked up Spanish so she can uh, speak it fluently. That's badass. Um, so I like definitely like I've always been interested in Spanish because like it's just like you know most common language. I mm-hmm. think it'd be really cool. Not only that, it's like a very like romantic, like passionate language. Oh yeah. So what I'm trying to get at is like I was at you know a Maverick really early in the morning, and this gentleman was like blocking the, this cup to get my coffee. So he looked at me and I looked at him and was like, excuse me, I just need to like grab that cup. And he's like, oh. So he like moves away and I don't, th- just like looking at him, I don't mean the stereotype, but he just didn't seem like he spoke English, right? Right. Because he's like a very old. Uh, Hispanic. Sp- yeah. He's Latino. So <clears throat> anyway, this other Hispanic guy comes by and then he said sorry to him in English, but he didn't reply to him. So then he like said something in Spanish and it was just super fast dude i tried i tried but they talk so fast it's amazing but what i'm trying to get at is like this stranger basically treated this old man with like a lot of respect and but like their language you know it was like and he called him like amigo and he's like friend and everything and right you know you don't get that from like a white person you don't know you know what i mean no, yeah it's just like oh sorry it's just anyway that just interests me so that's a yeah that's a good that that is something that uh a lot of Hispanic Latin cultures like are really like family. <laughs> they're very family oriented. They very they yeah. are. Like if you go to places like Dominican Republic or other <clears throat> countries like that, mm-hmm. their families live in the same house. They just build on top of the house yeah. another level for the next generation or they buy the house next door. Mm-hmm. They're all very close. Right. I, I think that's awesome. Yeah. And just to add on to like that whole um, hip hop culture is that if when you have like disagreements with people, you can like hash it out non-physical. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like on a artistic, emotional, deeper level that you can reach with somebody. It's really cool. It's really, really cool. I think... That's why it's so hard for me personally to just drop what I'm doing here and then go, I don't know, train jujitsu or something. You right. You know what I mean? Yes, I could do both, but it's like I don't have time to really do both. Right. You know, and I don't know. So it's it's hard to definitely leave. It's a part of the culture. Yeah. It is one of those things that you can go pretty much anywhere in the world and they're going to have yes. a scene. You know what I mean? And... 
there's a lot of b-boys that we know that travel all over the world and they will just go and hit up that particular area that they're going in Mm -hmm. and be like hey is there any b-boys here that we can crash Mm -hmm. you know and a lot of the times they're just yeah come on in you know what i mean it's just a b-boy culture we've taken in people that we don't really even know oh yeah and let them stay over the weekend Mm -hmm. and it it's never been an issue i've never had any problems with it they've always been very uh kind and considerate yeah it's it's just awesome no matter where you go even i i was i was a flight attendant for so many years and i lived in new york for about six months and it took me four months to find b-boys you know i would go to all these different clubs you know what i mean i would try to find different things this is pre like Mm -hmm. facebook times okay um so i finally found some at a club and i didn't mean to i was actually dancing and they came and called me out two of them so i battled two people and after we battled they're like, oh, he's you are legit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, I'm from Utah. They're like, where the fuck's that at? Yeah. You know I mean? <laughs> Where's Utah? I'm like Salt Lake City. They're like, oh, really? There's b boys that good there? And I'm like, yeah, we got you know yeah. our scene is small, but we're pretty good. And they're like, I I find out, you know, I ask them a bunch of questions like, hey, where do you guys practice? You know, is there any good spots? And they're like, yeah, just right down the corner. Well, they ended up showing me this spot. You literally walk down an alleyway, walk down a flight of stairs, like into the basement, Mm -hmm. and it's a boxing gym. I walk in, and in the corner, they have their linoleum spread out, and there's like fucking like 15 of them just dancing. It was dope, dude. I would have never found that. Yeah. You know? Have you ever been to New York? New York, no. It's like fucking 25 miles, square miles of like skyscraper. Mm Mm-hmm. And to find, that's like a needle in a haystack. Yeah. You would think that, you know, oh, it's New York. It's where it started. It's really, you should, they'd be everywhere. Yeah. Fuck no, they weren't everywhere. <laughs> Dude, it took <laughs> me months to find, you know. And that's, like I said, that's pre-social media. Yeah. Like Facebook, Instagram, and all that shit. This was like MySpace times. Yeah. Like you can't really, it's hard to connect. But the funny thing is, is after I transferred to Long Beach, California... I went out the first night. I went to that Hurricanes bar where I dropped that fucking awesome pickup line. Fuck you, Crave. (laughs) I found B-Boys there. That was on a Sunday night. And I asked them, I'm like, where's the practice spot? And he was like, oh, dude, there's this place in Long Beach called Homeland. And I lived in Seal Beach, which is right between Huntington Beach and Long Beach. Okay. So it was literally 10 minutes from my house. And they're like, oh, come there every Tuesday. And I went there, and it's fucking like 30 badass B-boys, including like Ruin, Frankie Flay, Rob Rob Zilla, like all these old school cats now, but they were like all in their prime then. Yeah. Dancing there, dude. It was fucking dope. But yeah, yeah, it's crazy. There's a lot more B-boys, it seems, in California than there is New York, or they're just easier to find. Anyways, I just went on a tangent. No, you're good. But yeah, definitely. And I don't know. Yeah, like hip-hop definitely, we're breaking specifically. Let me to you guys, so. Yeah, it's a networking thing, man. Yeah, I just can't imagine 
not doing this. It's really, it's hard to believe. I'm like, I don't know what the hell I would do. Yeah. I've yeah. thought about those same things. It's... It's interesting. I'm like, what, what the fuck? Where, where would I be right now if I, I didn't dance? Locked in video games. I'd probably be playing soccer or something. Uh, That's what I did before. Maybe but, I would have been a. I don't know. I like lifting weights. I was gonna say bodybuilder, but I didn't want to be like a bodybuilder. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I didn't want to be like really. I'm, I still do. I still want to be like really into like fitness. I'd probably be more financially successful. Pick up skateboarding or something. Trade. Fuck. Can you imagine trading all the time you've put in for practice? Yeah. Into something, some other hobby. Oh Jesus! If if I could go back, I would become a fucking DJ because they make so much goddamn money. There you go. And they get all the women. They do. Oh fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> crazy, crazy women. No, just <laughs> it's crazy. Like how many women DJs get I'm not even kidding dude like at that club in Long Beach yeah. or no Huntington Beach Hurricanes there is a DJ named Peter G he's just this random like Hispanic dude you know what I mean like cool cool as fuck I hung out with him a lot yeah but he was getting all the most attractive woman just up there behind the fucking turntables with him just hanging out all over sitting on his lap even the you know uh the girl that the actress that plays do you ever watch full house long time ago so you know the stephanie she's like the middle okay the second oldest she would go to that club and sit on his lap celebrities whoa yeah <laughs> so this, that, my so man celebrity. was nothing dude he was a fucking dj at a club in huntington beach getting like celebrities sitting on his lap like that Wow. It's crazy. I don't think I want that lifestyle, but and have you seen the EDM DJs? Have you seen an, like an EDM concert? <sighs> no, I'm sorry. I'll show you. I'll I'll YouTube one after this. But there are thousands of fucking people there, and their stages are like lit the fuck up, and all they're doing is just spinning records behind. There's no singing, there's no rapping, there's no playing any instruments except for their turntable, and there's thousands of fucking people. Why? Because they can dance to it, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just going and listening to somebody rap and moshpitting. But it's crazy. I can't imagine how much these people make. And mm-hmm. all they're doing is pushing buttons. Did you ever go see Skrillex? I didn't, you but didn't? I want to. Really? Okay. Well, that's a perfect example. Yeah, I was like, I went and saw Skrillex at like the cell flats. Yeah, dude, I saw this guy. Me, oh my god! <laughs> I don't know why they thought of this, but I think it was just the highlight of my night, dude. Freaking, I don't know how much tickets were. They were probably like twenty bucks or something. It's not that bad, right? I don't know how much they were like at the door or whatever, but we were um, in like the just the main area, obviously, and you know music's bumping really hard and there's like people that are just tripping out some people were on ecstasy and god knows what dude at one point my friend josh freaking was sitting just to rest because you know everyone's standing there was like five chairs in the very back like that was it that was like all the chairs there were <laughs> and <laughs> this girl was like tripping out she's got like um one of those like candy binky things like oh, in her mouth yeah. and it's like lighting up and then 
she like grabs my friend's hand, Josh, and like just puts it on her forearm. And she's like, please, like, like keep rub moving. me. Yeah, rub me. She's and she's rolling. like orgasming or whatever. It, a weird moment. I was like, and I'm a kid that just doesn't just don't i don't didn't do anything like anything i'm squeaky squeaky clean i was like what the fuck is going on (laughs) i like couldn't understand it but no there was this guy that was really wet like he was just like dripping all over the floor and he comes standing right by uh me and my friend and he's like talking to everybody and everyone's like why are you so wet why are you so wet and he's like out of breath too and he's got like one shoe off or like it's like in his hand he's like in all (laughs) black he's got like some gothic like chain looking thing and he's got you know mascara long black hair he looked like michael jackson hell yeah like all wet like 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 just older michael jackson Mm -hmm. or younger michael jackson older michael jackson like he was really tall and like very very skinny like his health was very concerning yeah type of thing and he he was just wet and he was like yeah so i didn't buy my ticket so i said screw that and i came over swam under the sass the (laughs) (laughs) The salt flats (laughs) sorry just the way he like said it was like making me laugh so hard but this dude was like swimming in the oh. freaking Great Salt Lake just to get a free oh. show from Skrillex. Shut the fuck That's up. That's basically what it was. And we were just like, wow, you put in the effort, dude. You <laughs> didn't want to pay like 20 bucks to come in. That's amazing. I don't know. That's he, amazing. It was just so weird and bizarre, but <laughs> I don't Swam. know. Like a refugee, dude. <laughs> DJing would be a crazy life, though. It would be awesome. It would be awesome. DJing. This is the same thing. Like When I get older, I'll probably do it. <laughs> Alani's starting to DJ. Yeah. I think Josh is DJing too. There's a couple people in our scene that are we like need getting them. into it. There's only like two or yeah. three that are like, that will do events, you know, like B-boy events. Yeah. We need more that will do that. Anyways, we're at an hour uh. and 53 minutes. Should we call it? Yeah. It's cool. Well, thank you for listening to us ramble on again. Um, If you like what you hear, please, please subscribe. That helps us so much. It's very easy. If you're on Spotify, just follow the Talk Kings podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, just hit subscribe. We have an Instagram. What's the Instagram? Uh, Talkings. Talking. It's literally, or I can be more specific. Um, Anyways, switch my profile. We're also on uh, iHeartRadio. We're on Google Podcasting. Um, So check us out. Our Instagram is talk, T A L K underscore kings. And that is K I N G Z, just like how it's spelled on the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. You can go to our Instagram and click on the link too. Yeah, it's the uh, yeah, our rss dot com slash podcast slash talk kings slash yes. So check us out, um, comment, like our stuff, share our stuff. Like I said, it really helps us grow the podcast. Um, and then yeah, let us know what you want us to talk about. If you want to be a part, if you want to be on the podcast, we've had a couple requests that were really good. Um, like somebody mentioned yeah, having a veteran for Veterans Day. Yeah. I think that would be dope. Um, Just trying to get our ducks in a row really fast. Yeah. But anyways, other than that, 
just tell your mother and tell your father. <laughs> tell your brother. Tell your sister. Tell, tell tell everybody. Tell people from all over the fucking world. Scream it on your roof, folks. Scream it on your roof, but don't lose your voice. Okay. Fuck you. Like my man Joey over here. All right. Thanks again. Have a great here. night.